0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Now that the NFL regular season is over, it's awards season, baby. Silent Assassin Christian Cat, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What?
1: Did we just become best friends? Yep. you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it
0: up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavicka Live on ESPN 106.3. You know, in this day and age, you gotta be first to something if you want it to go viral. If you want that content that the nation at large is going to see. At Ken alive Live, we don't wait for the MVP award to come out. We don't wait for the Defensive Player of the Year honors to be handed out. We don't wait for that cheesy, sit-in-a-banquet hall and have these players come up to the stage, new type of NFL honors show, for it to go to air. Uh-uh. We give away our own awards here on Ken Levic Alive. And damn it, we do it as NFL coaches are being fired just hours after the season ends. That's what we do on Ken Levic Alive. In fact, if you could, Christian Cat, Silent Assassin, cue up the canned award music, please. We welcome you to the first annual 2023 kenny awards here on ken levick alive as they're more appropriately named the kenny's here on espn 106.3 a celebration of the best and the worst of the 2022 well into 2023 nfl season and we welcome you all right, cut that off for a moment. Ken Levick live here on a Monday on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And at John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach. Phillips Point Towers right off of the beautiful and sparkling intracoastal. Christian Kant, the silent assassin. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights coming back from the FCS National Championship game uh, that was played yesterday. And you hear him every week. On ESPN West Palm tonight, you'll listen to him Friday's High School Hysteria and the High School Football Game of the Week. Cyrus Wittig back with me as he was on Friday here on Ken Live. Alive. Now, Cyrus, I want to do something here today because today's full of surprises. We're handing out awards. Uh, we are being extremely ceremonial. I got the news early today that the silent assassin Christian Cat, we're going to hear his voice. For the very first time ever here today on ESPN 106.3. Talk about a historical day. It is absolutely historic. This will go down in the a- the annals of time as one of the all-time great moments in ESPN 106.3 history. So if you could, Christian Cat, silent assassin, please let everybody hear the sound of your voice. <clears throat> good I mate. No, no, no. no.
2: <laughs> this is my voice, Christian Cat. Thank my you so much.
0: God, it's majestic. It is majestic. And so the silent assassin, Christian Cat, will be heard from here on this Monday. All right, cue up the award show music again here. The 2023 Kennys. Now, none of us dressed for the occasion. We do not have tuxes on. We do not have suits on, nor do we have ties on. In fact, we're wearing T-shirts or polos. It's a dress-down affair this year at the Kennys. The Kennys, a collection and a recollection of the best and the worst of the 2023 NFL season. And let's go ahead and start giving out awards right off the top, Cyrus. Should we just bowl right in and start giving away awards? Absolutely. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into this thing. We will begin the 2023 Kennys by giving you the nominees for the 1999 St. Louis Rams Surprise Team of the Year Award. That's right, named after the greatest show on turf, Kurt Warner and the crying Dick Vermeil at the helm of that wonderful Rams team that came out of nowhere to win the Super Bowl over the Tennessee Titans. And here are your nominees for the 1999 St. Louis Rams Team of the Year Award. The New York Jets. The New York Giants, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Detroit Lions. Congratulations to our nominees, the Jets, the Giants, the Jaguars, the Seahawks, and the Lions. Those are your nominees for the 1999 St. Louis Rams Surprise Team of the Year Award. All right, so let's go through these here before we name our winner here. And you you go through those five teams And they're all shocking. I mean, they're all stunning in their own way. I have to say, looking at all of these, and I think it's easy to say, oh, well, the Jaguars, um, they had that maniac as a head coach last year in Urban Meyer um, who could have stunted Trevor Lawrence's growth for maybe a career-altering amount of time. The Lions, you had Dan Campbell starting the year on hard knocks talking about biting kneecaps and um, telling people that he drinks about 18 Starbucks a day, which is wildly unhealthy. I think those two are probably leaders in the clubhouse. But is there a more surprising team than a team that I think most people thought would finish dead last in the NFC East? In an NFC East that we all assumed was going to be god-awful. Was going to be absolutely terrible. Was going to be what the NFC South actually turned out to be, and that is a load of football bile. The NFC East was actually wildly competitive, wildly fun, because the Eagles were dominant, because the Cowboys couldn't catch the Eagles, but also because the Giants were competent for almost 18 full weeks. They sort of tripped over themselves the first couple of weeks of the season, but Brian Dable, that guy can flat-out coach. Saquon Barkley, that guy can flat-out run. And Daniel Jones, Cyrus, I don't think there's any doubt, he has to come back in a stunning turn of events. He has to come back as the quarterback of the Giants next year, and they are Playoff bound, and they're not only playoff bound, but it sort of feels like no matter what happened yesterday, they can do some damage in the playoffs as well. At least get themselves into the divisional round. I think that the surprise team of the year in the NFL is the Giants.
1: It's hard to argue with that, Ken. I mean, you go into the year with Daniel Jones, who is was not punchline, not completely but edging closer and closer with each passing week to a lame duck quarterback. Yeah, It was, he's the placeholder. He's, he's... Is I mean, this, I would it,
0: argue we assumed he was gone. Oh, yeah. He I was mean,
1: lame duck. It, it was, who, is this going to be the last week, not the last year of Daniel Jones, because when are they going to start looking for replacements? But with Brian Daybol, who gets his shot going from, obviously, Buffalo to the Giants, turn this guy into a competent quarterback, and... Let's not forget you did mention Saquon Barkley, but outside of Saquon, this and who's a running back, this might have been
0: the worst receiving core in the entire NFL. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. And now they're in the postseason. And so for me, I think the Giants are the surprise team of the year. Like the Lions are a great story, right? The Jaguars are a phenomenal story. Division champions. They get a dramatic scoop and score with three minutes left to go in the fourth quarter of a must-win game to take down the Titans and send uh, Duvall into hysterics. They're obviously a great story. The Seahawks, Geno Smith, Pete Carroll, what they were able to do, getting rid of Russell Wilson and going and putting themselves in playoff position. That's really good stuff. There's also the Jets. And I got to be honest, and it pains me. I thought the Jets were going to be a laughing stock. I thought all year long I'd be able to laugh, 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 and, and throw all sorts of insults at Jets fans. It's one of my favorite pastimes. But the Jets were downright competent other than the most important player on the field. And they have not figured that out yet. I mean, Zach Wilson. He might be back in a Jets uniform, though I doubt it. He might be back, but he won't be the starter going into week one next year. I think we've probably seen the last of Joe Flacco, period, in any NFL uniform. Mike White, could he be the week one starter? I mean, that's poverty stuff, though. If you're a Jets fan and you're saying, oh, everything's going to be fine because Mike White's going to start for us week one next year. I mean, that's poverty franchise thought. That said, the defense is all world, arguably the best in the NFL, They've got a very good running back in Brees Hall, if he comes back the same guy that he was before the knee injury. Um, and they they do have pieces in that receiving core. I mean, Garrett Wilson tore up Xavier Howard yesterday. Absolutely embarrassed Xavier Howard over and over and over and over again in that season ending loss for the Jets. But despite all of that, Jets, Giants, Jags, Seahawks, Lions, I think the Giants come out as the surprise team of the year for me. Now, what about you, Cyrus? I know we we talked through it, but for you, where where, where do you feel it in your gut is the surprise team of the year?
1: In my gut, my, my heart of hearts, it's so tough because they all, like you said, they're all great. We have five really good nominees. All
0: fine, by the way, for the 1999 St. Louis Rams surprise team of the year award.
1: This is like you know, this is like one of those Oscar years where everybody's just like a career, you know, a, a lifetime performance. Mm-hmm. But gut of guts, heart of hearts, I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going with a team that had to dig themselves out of a toxic culture created by Urban Meyer. All Urb. Urban Meyer, who who can you even believe? Was it a year ago he actually brought in Tim Tebow? And thought he could be a contributor on an NFL roster. And, I mean, then,
0: that, and then kicked his kicker. And then he flat out kicked his kicker, the most ironic thing an NFL coach has ever done.
1: And then was up to Lord knows what out of you know bars and nightclubs. Lord knows what. I'll and, tell you what he
0: was doing. He was getting his junk rubbed.
1: Yeah. Plain and, and
0: simple. And you
1: you take a team like that who really it was coming into the season direction. Directionless with Trevor Lawrence, who in year one again, and I think hindsight is twenty twenty now had his development severely stunted by urban Meyer, he comes in last last half of the season i don't think there's any argument he's a top ten quarterback in the league. They win the division and beat the titans their their Main divisional competition twice in the last five weeks. They beat the Cowboys, and for me, a a team that, like I said, I think it all goes back to 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 last year and the culture that Doug Peterson instituted and the run they went on at in the last half of the year. I mean, this this team was two and six, three and seven, and four and eight after losing by twenty six at Detroit in Week thirteen. I mean, they were deader than dead. Yeah, I mean, they were they were they didn't nobody was talking about this team, and so. Maybe it's a little bit of recency bias because, again, you look at the other nominees and you're like, the Giants had a great start. The Jets had a great start. But I give it to the Jags because, unlike the Giants, unlike the Seahawks, they look strong heading into the postseason, unlike the Giants, who in Seattle, Seattle for me, are um, limping into the postseason a little bit more.
0: So Cyrus says it's the Jaguars. I say it's the Giants More corny award music, please, Silent Assassin Christian Cat. As we look to honor our 1999 St. Louis Rams Surprise Team of the Year Award. Again, the nominees are the Jets, the Giants, the Jaguars, the Seahawks, and the Lions. How about you? Which one of those nominees do you want to see take home the honor in the 2023 Kennys? Again, the Surprise Team of the Year in the NFL. 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 You can tweet at us at KLV1063 That's 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 and tweet at us at KLV1063 Who is your surprise team of the year in the NFL? Again, the 1999 St. Louis Rams surprise team of the year award. Now while we discuss that Let's head to the other side of the equation. Time now for the nominees. The Dog Crap of the Year disappointing team in the NFL. Here in the first annual Kenny's on ESPN 106.3. And the nominees for the Dog Crap of the Year disappointing team. The Denver Broncos. Nathaniel Hackett, Russell Wilson. Boy, was that poopy. The Las Vegas Raiders the los angeles rams who followed up a super bowl appearance with the football equivalent of diarrhea and the green bay packers leading into another off season of will he or won't he retire aaron Rodgers edition again your nominees for the dog crap of the year disappointing team of the year the denver broncos the las vegas raiders the los angeles rams and the Green Bay Packers. 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. And while we discuss our most disappointing team of the year. For me, I don't think there's any doubt about it. And it's because of the guy who plays quarterback. And it's because of the guy who brings all the attention on himself. And it's because of the guy who holds the Packers hostage every single year. And because he commanded all of his money, Devontae Adams said, you know what, uh, let's 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 discuss an amicable way to end this here. The Packers said, yeah, good call. We don't have the money to pay you, so why don't you head to Vegas? And it really, 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 hurt the Packers from week one. And it was the first half of the season, maybe even a little bit more than the first half of the season that really doomed the Packers ultimately. Put them in a position last night to have to win, to have to beat the Lions and could not do it at Lambeau Field. But it's not just me. Who thinks that the Packers are the most disappointing team in the NFL this year, and Aaron Rodgers is the reason that things cratered in Green Bay? Listen to Ryan Clark this morning on Get Up. Here's Ryan Clark on Aaron Rodgers.
3: It's Aaron Rodgers' fault that this team doesn't advance in the playoffs. It's Aaron Rodgers' fault that he couldn't outplay Jared Goff. It's Aaron Rodgers' fault that you are the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, one of the most historic franchises in all of the NFL, and you have an opportunity to win on your field against a divisional opponent that you have absolutely dominated throughout your career, and you just don't get it done. Here's the other piece. There's a lot of times when we come in after these games and I think Aaron Rodgers says some things and I, I feel like, oh, he just wants us to talk about it more. it's just something that Aaron Rodgers is putting out in the atmosphere. I believe yesterday after the game was the most sincere that Aaron Rodgers had ever been about retirement. When we're looking at the entire, entirety of the Aaron Rodgers uh, talk right now is this. You lose on your field to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you don't go for it on fourth down. You come back the next year and you lose to the San Francisco 49ers on your field and they only score 13 points. And then this year you walk off on your field mm-hmm. and you lose to the Detroit Lions who started this season at 1 and 6. When Aaron Rodgers says the carousel stops and you kind of know, think about the last three times he's walked off of Lambeau Field. He's he's walked off a loser and he's walked off as a quarterback who couldn't elevate his team. When you're one of the all-time greats, one of the best to ever touch a football, you have to think to yourself, it's not about can I do it in the regular season. It's not about if I'm good enough to take snaps. It's about if I'm still good enough to win championships. And since early on in this decade, I have not been and I think for Aaron Rodgers, those are the questions he has to answer. Is it still worth it to go through all I have to go through to play when I can no longer get us there?
0: Think about it. This is his legacy now over the last five years. It's not the two MVPs. It's not the back to back MVP honors for Aaron Rodgers. It's yeah, I'm immunized and losing at home to end a season three straight years. Like Ryan Clark mentioned, Aaron Rodgers trudging off against the Buccaneers at a chilly Lambeau in the NFC title game. Last year, divisional round, letting the 49ers come in and completely shut him down in the second half. And then this year, all you have to do is win week 18 to get into the postseason. And boy, that national media, boy, were they fawning. I mean, oh, the last thing you want to do is face Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in the playoffs. Oh, my God. I didn't even get there. They didn't even get there. He lost to Jared Goff on his home field and Dan Campbell on his home field. That's the legacy of the last five years of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm immunized. And three straight years, his season ending in his home confines of Lambeau. That right there is your most disappointing team in the NFL this season. Surprise team of the year for me, the Giants. Most disappointing team of the year, the Packers. What about you? Who's your surprise team of the year and who is your disappointing team this season in the NFL? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. And you can tweet at us at KLV 1063. That's 888 760 3776. Let's start things off with Bobby and Boca. Bobby's on Ken LaVica Live. Hey, Bobby. Hey, what's up, Ken? How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Yourself? I'm great. Thank you. Bad boy. A hey, um, surprise team, and I'm not sure how you're going to you gauge this this particular vote. But the Eagles were nine and eight in 2021, and they're 14 and three in 2022. I mean that's 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 a pretty. That is significant pretty significant turnaround. That, that is that is now now the way that that I adjudicate this in the Eagles. You can obviously weigh in with the Eagles. That's a very nice write-in vote. What I would say is they were at least trending in the right direction. I didn't see fourteen and three coming. I, I don't know if anybody saw fourteen and three, but they certainly felt like they could be a double digit victory team. So maybe it's they're not surprising, but they exceeded even lofty expectations. Is does that does that uh, sort of sum up the Eagles? At least give them a little bit of, of respect from that standpoint. Yeah. I
2: yeah, I think so. I think the reason
0: being is that they really looked horrible in the playoff game last year too. Yeah. So
2: it wasn't like we're saying it not like we're saying they're going to be a juggernaut next year,
0: but they came out you know and, and put a fourteen and three on the board, which was pretty. And they should have probably won the games they lost. Probably. So God only knows. Probably, but you I know? just you look in that division, and it's tough to say though that the Eagles are more surprising than the Giants, who we thought maybe were going to win three or four games. Like they, and no, that's it, for sure. You're 100 right on and, that, and that's the tough part because that division in itself, I would say that division as a whole is the most surprising division in all of football because we thought yeah, that could, maybe 10, yeah. nine nine, ten wins were going to handle that, right? And then it turned into the yeah, division winner with yeah, 14, sure. and it wasn't even it wasn't no, even not, locked in. And Bobby, appreciate the call. And think about it, the division wasn't even locked in, wasn't even clinched until last weekend. Like think about that. The Eagles won 14 games. And they didn't clinch the division title until last weekend. That just gives you an idea of how good the the NFC East has been. Who is your surprise team of the year? Who is your most disappointing team of the year in the NFL? Now that the regular season is is wrapped up. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I say the Giants are the most surprising team. I think the most disappointing team is the Packers. As far as disappointments are concerned, Cyrus, where are you sitting on this? I got to go with Den-
1: the Denver Broncos. I mean, and it's funny because I'm thinking about how these – Awards are shaping up, and, you know, football, It's there's just one MVP. and in, in baseball, you know, there's the AL MVP and the, and the NL MVP, and then there's the AL Cy Young and the NL Cy Young. In football, we just got the whole league. But we're kind of coming up with the dog crap of the year, the AFC and the NFC. So, mm-hmm. you know, the the NFC, the Packers is your vote. The AFC, the, the Broncos, for me, they come into the year, and I think everybody knew or thought that they were a quarterback away. I mean, they came into this season with a top-five defense, arguably – one of the best, if not the best, young quarterback in the league. Cornerback with Patrick Sertain. Uh, they came in with a a solid defensive end, rusher who, ironically, is on the Dolphins now. Um, Bradley Chubb, because the Broncos fell so hard, they became they fell from you would have thought buyers of the trade deadline to, to to sellers. But you bring in Russell Wilson, who was looking for a career revamp, career revitalization, looking to prove himself outside of Seattle and is by every and any metric in the NFL a bottom 10, bottom 5 quarterback <laughs> in the league. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're I mean, right? passer rating, uh, completion percentage, QBR, anything you want to say, Russell Wilson was pretty much like your guy, Aaron Rodgers, at the bottom of the heap.
0: They brought in Aaron Rodgers' offensive coordinator to, 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 to bring Russell and the Broncos to new heights and everything Aaron Rodgers touches... I think it solidifies my point has turned to dog crap.
1: And I think for for me it's not for Aaron Rodgers obviously was dog crap for most of the year. Still never threw for 300 yards once this season. But for Russell Wilson and the the Broncos as a whole organization, I mean week 1, they it's the Nathaniel Hackett you know, just absolute uh I don't even know how to describe it. Playing for a 59-yard field, field goal. Playing for the 59-yard field goal, and that kind of sums up the season
0: <laughs> Boy. from the get-go. Wasn't that an indication of things to come for this team? They spend
1: $250 million or whatever it is on Russell Wilson. And mortgage
0: their future. And ex-
1: give the Seattle Seahawks a, a top five, top ten pick, and then they go out and are the worst team in, ironically, the division that we thought was going to be the best, which turned out to be arguably one of the worst. AFC South, I think, is the worst. But the Broncos, for me, mo- biggest dog crap of the year.
0: I, I remember before the season started, after the Russell Wilson trade took place, Mike Tannenbaum, our football insider, our NFL insider here on Ken LeVica Live, we talked to him, and we were speculating. I'm not just throwing this all on Mike T, because I'm just as guilty. Is this the greatest collection of quarterbacks in a single division in NFL history? I mean, my God, look at all of these quarterbacks. You've got Mahomes, and you've got Wilson, and you've got Herbert, and you've got Carr. My God, this entire season is going to be an absolute dogfight. And now you've got Russell Wilson, who's in the discussion for biggest single-year bust of all time and Derek Carr will never play another snap for the Raiders. Like, think about that. Think about that. How? What was the biggest miscalculation we had from the preseason to now? Was it that the AFC or the NFC East was going to suck? Was it that the AFC West had the best collection of quarterbacks in a single division in NFL history? Like I, Those two proclamations could not have been more wrong. I think they're equally as Holy Lord did we miss on that. And, and I think just
1: for the, for, the, for the Broncos, we were talking about we had a caller earlier talking about the Eagles as a big surprise, which again, granted, I think it's a good point, but talking about win totals and whatnot. the Broncos didn't even get halfway to <laughs> their 2022 expected win loss. They were expected to win 10 and a half games. they got to five. Oh God they got to five. and I think all, another you know tip of, tip in the or cap in the feather for this argument is they fooled everybody. I mean Dan Orlovsky, Pete Schrager, you had guys who are experts in the NFL all picking the Broncos to win the division and they were they were eliminated from from postseason play one of the first teams in in, in the league to be out of the running and like you said it goes beyond just this year because the Broncos for the rest I mean I, Really, the rest of the decade. I mean, they they don't have a, a true number one receiver. Oh, they don't have a, a lead back. All the talent they have on defense is going to be wasted. They, they're going to have a, a hundred million dollar cap hit to get out of Russell Wilson to get out of the Russell Wilson deal. At least some of these other teams have the flexibility and the and the uh, and the ability to pivot. The Broncos are are so locked in and so uh, and so deep in a in in. The hole dug by the Russell Wilson contract, I just don't see a, a a quick fix and a way out of it for Denver.
0: Uh, Christian, your surprise of the year, your disappointment of the year.
1: Got
2: to go to the Seahawks. I think it's so easy to forget what their expectations were coming into the season because it was the other side of the coin with the trade. It was, I think it was week one This or is a week rebuild. Two. Yeah, it's a rebuild. When the Broncos came to play against the Seahawks, that was the big Geno Smith moment. That's when he said that, uh, they wrote me off, and I didn't write back. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks, they kind of got normalized in the middle of the season, but they were supposed to be a bottom five team in the NFL. Like, Geno Smith was supposed to be just a transition quarterback, whatever. We'll do what we can, and we'll prepare for and next And he was year. in the MVP discussion for a yes. little bit.
0: <laughs> yes, he He's was. He's definitely the comeback player of the year, right? 100%. Like, there's no doubt about it. And you do consider
2: that there are 18 games, uh, 18 weeks, 17 games in this season, but he broke Russell Wilson's record for passing yards in the season. Right. Which I think you could have given him five games preseason
0: and said, yeah, he's not going to break that record. But he gave him one extra game, and he did. So, so, so Christian says it's the Seahawks. I say that it's the Giants, and Cyrus is going with the Jags as the surprise team of the year. Who is your surprise team of the year in the NFL? And who's your most disappointing team of the year? 888-760-3776. 888 760 3776 And tweeted us at KLV 1063. Now, Christian, your most disappointing team of the year if your Seahawks are the Seahawks your most surprising.
2: There isn't a bad answer. Now look at our nominations, <laughs> right? Yeah. You look at you're the right. Rams. I mean,
0: because of the they're, Broncos, They're a big falling. family of yeah. suck in this category. Exactly.
2: Because of The Broncos' failures, which are very popular. They're very well-known because of how fun and easy it is to poke fun at Russell Wilson. You have that. Of course, we haven't even gotten to get to the Raiders yet, but they found any which way to lose a two-possession lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Almost every week. Almost every single week, despite having Josh Jacobs run for record yards on the ground, despite having Devontae Adams and his former quarterback, Derek Carr. And don't forget the the great
0: offensive mind, Josh McDaniels.
2: Exactly. It looked like it was all coming together. That whole division that Cyrus and you talked about already, uh, it's lost in the fold. The Rams won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And they had their quarterback. I know we got hurt. I know he came in kind of uh, but unhealthy were right as well. they with
0: Baker Mayfield at the end of
2: the season. It's just hard to resist taking more shots at the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> it's just too hard to do it. When you see on the other side of things, In the AFC with Patrick Mahomes, lose his best receiver, his top three receiver in the NFL, and didn't really skip a beat. Of course, it's hard to replace Tyreek Hill, and they never replaced him. To
0: a point where they're doing ring around the posies. Yes. Before touchdowns in their final game of the season. Oh, dog crap. Which could put the Raiders back in that discussion for (laughs) Dog crap of the year winner. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I want to have a four-way tie, but I'm going to go with the Packers because it's fresh in my mind All All right, because of how last night the Lions weren't playing for anything other than to just stick it in their face, and they did it successfully in Lambeau. They also
0: stuck it somewhere else last night. I mean, the Packers' season is over. All right, award music, please. The 1999 St. Louis Rams Surprise Team of the Year Award nominees, the Jets, the Giants, the Jaguars, the Seahawks, and the Lions, I say it's the Giants. They win the honor. They're the most surprising team of the NFL this season. Cyrus Wittig says, uh-uh, Ken. It's Trevor Lawrence. It's Doug Peterson. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars. The silent assassin, Christian though says, no, 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 no. Give me Geno Smith. Give me Pete Carroll. Give me the Seattle Seahawks. What do you say? Who is your surprise team of the year in the NFL? 888-760-3776. 760 3776 And the dog crap of the year. Disappointing team in the NFL this season. The dog crap of the year. Disappointing team this season. Is it the Broncos, the Raiders, the Rams, or the Packers? Christian and I say Packers. However, Cyrus Wittig says, no, no, no 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 it's the broncos and it's russell wilson because of course russell wilson taking the brunt of everybody's laughter who's your most surprising team in the nfl this season who's your most disappointing team in the nfl this season let us know which nominee you're riding with for the 1999 st louis rams surprise team of the year and the dog crap of the year disappointing team in the nfl in 2022 2023 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 tweeted us at klv 1063 we are going to take a brief commercial break and you bring you right back to the ken levick alive theaters site of the 2023 kennys he's cyrus wittig i'm ken levick i'm live on espn 1063 From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVecca Live on ESPN 106.3. It's the most prestigious award show that we came up with this morning. (laughs) It's the 2023 Kennys here on Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. No, we don't wait for the NFL to come out with its season-ending awards. Uh Uh-uh. We, the day after the regular season, give our NFL awards. And the first awards we're giving out today the 1999 St. Louis Rams Surprise Team of the Year Award and the Dog Crap of the Year Disappointing Team in the NFL. Who's your most surprising team in the league? Who's your most disappointing team in the league? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Tweeted us at. KLV 106.3. Now, before we get on to recap our nominees and get to other awards as well, let me tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Well, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptistsouthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting BaptistHealth.net slash ortho. That's Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Who is your most surprising team in the NFL this season? Who's your most disappointing team in the NFL this season? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Twitter is open at KLV1063. I think that it's the Giants. I did not see that coming. I did nothing but in the offseason and really the first month of the year, I did nothing but make fun of Daniel Jones. I mean, just absolutely torched him. Any opportunity that I could get. And then Daniel Jones turned into like a bulldozing running quarterback, which I didn't see coming. But now Daniel Jones is like, throwing the football, not an exceptional amount and uh, nothing jaw-dropping. That said, it's serviceable enough and it's good enough to run the offense and it was good enough to get the Giants into the playoffs and he fits Brian Dayball's system. Like, so much so that not only are the Giants a surprise playoff team and they came out of nowhere in a division that ended up being awesome that we thought was going to really, really just be exceptionally bad, There's no way the Giants can't bring him back next year. We theorized five or six weeks ago, we were speculating about who would be the Giants quarterback next year. And now I think there's no doubt that it's Daniel Jones. Well, Cyrus Wittig thinks that it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's just uh, a a story that, that... defies belief you had a a failed college coach who was kicking kickers last year and uh getting his 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 package rubbed uh at his at his restaurant in columbus during a bye week and then here the jaguars get doug peterson a super bowl head coach and end up making the playoffs and winning the afc south cyrus says "Uh uh-uh that is the team of the, the surprise team of the year i think it's, such, it's it's two great nominees because I also think that
1: these are the two teams who have uh, probably the best chances also to advance in the playoffs. And you especially look at the Giants who go at Minnesota, who we still can't figure out if they are contenders or pretenders. We've been trying to figure that out all year. But the Giants took them to the wire just a couple of weeks ago. And now Danny, Danny Dimes and Dayball are going to go back to Minnesota and see if they can't avenge that loss. So, I don't know. I I think we're going to find out this. We're going to find out the winner of this award maybe uh, extends into the postseason and see if the Jags or the Giants can get it done and go to the divisional round.
0: Uh, so, so again, your surprise team of the year and your most disappointing team of the year. Now that the regular season is over, the silent assassin Christian Cat and I say it's the Packers is the most disappointing team because, well, twelve uh, and uh, all the talking he does and all the attention he brings to himself and oh, back to back MVPs and uh, here's my money and Devontae Adams oh, sorry bro, sorry bro, sorry, but but don't worry, Randall Cobb will come in. We're going to be we're going to be just fine. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, but uh, I mean, you look at this and the Broncos and Russell Wilson, and that was high-profile bad from the Broncos. Cyrus thinks it's the Broncos who were the most disappointing team of the year. Who's the surprise team of the year of the NFL? Who is the most disappointing team of the year in the NFL? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Brandon is in Boynton, and Brandon's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Brandon. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How are you, buddy? Pretty good, man. Uh, Look, I'm going to go with the Seahawks because they were the only team out of them, the Giants and the Jaguars, that were supposed to be worse heading into the season. Yeah, there was Uh, like no expectation. No expectation for them. None. Zero. I mean, now some of that is due to how their division took a flop, you know, with the Rams and Cardinals, but... I really, I mean, we
2: kind of expected the Giants to get a little bit better with Dave Ball coming sure, in, and
0: sure. we expected, you know, Trevor Lawrence in the second year, and now Doug Peterson established here, them to get a little better,
1: but we had absolutely zero expectations for the Seahawks, they were supposed to be a
0: three- or four-win team, uh, and, you know, Geno Smith was a career backup at best, and I, to me, they are the most surprising team, and then, the Broncos are the most disappointing. all this talk about them being a quarterback away, a quarterback away, a quarterback away, and they just completely fell. Yeah, and yeah. I would argue that they actually got their quarterback and then downgraded at the position just based on on uh, what right. they have in the tank any longer and appreciate the call. I just he was he was no worse than drew he was he was no better than drew Locke. I mean, Drew Locke, I think, had better moments overall and more consistently than Russell Wilson did. That's stunning. That's absolutely stunning. I, 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 and I don't know where the Broncos go from here. I don't. The Seahawks are a good one, though, because if you look at the surprise teams of the year, our nominees for that award, the Jets, you at least saw a good defense being built. You didn't know about Zach Wilson, but boy, did Jets fans get excited when he slept with his mom's best friend. He's got the moxie. Milf hunter. Hell yeah! I, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. That's so embarrassing that his best moment in the NFL is going to be when he slept with his mom's best friend. Just, just understand that, Jets fans, if you still think Zach Wilson's the guy, that's the tops he's going to get in the NFL. All right, That's not good. That's really embarrassing. The Giants, Brian Dable, I mean, he, he's a good coach. He's got a good offensive mind. Sure, you could see improvement coming from that standpoint. Not as much as as we saw, I I don't think, but you saw that potentially coming. The Jags, Brandon's right, Trevor Lawrence, year two, Doug Peterson, Super Bowl winning head coach, whose stock, I wanted Doug Peterson for the Dolphins. His stock was high in this offseason. The Jaguars got him. You thought, all right, they'd at least be better. Maybe not division champion better, but they'd be better. The Lions, now that's where... I think there's a discussion to be had then based on on uh, how, what Brandon proposed where, then fine, you've got the Seahawks where you've got an aging head coach who uh, there's been discussion about whether or not he should hang it up. You get rid of your franchise quarterback. This was just supposed to be a, all right, this year's going to happen, and then we retool moving forward, and instead the Seahawks are in. And then you've got the Lions who... I guess there were no expectations for them like the Seahawks too, right? Like who saw this coming other than hard knocks? There was no buzz about the Lions.
1: I mean, coming into the year, Dan Campbell was was kind of a and I hate to say this and be harsh, but he was kind of a. I mean, people looked at him as kind of a joke, a
0: little bit of a clown show,
1: for yeah. sure. Like you bring in the, the this guy who like his first press conference is talking about yeah you know, being a dog, being a dog or right. you know, biting ankles or whatever it was, and and then you know they they're they start terribly, and, and they got Jared Goff, who is is uh, you know it, you can pile on him easily. The same, and then all and then all of a sudden, they go to Lambeau, win, and they knock the Packers out of the playoffs, and they become one of the most exciting offenses in the NFL.
0: I just I, and Jared Goff was another one that I was just making fun of. Like, oh, this guy's bad. He's just bad. Now he's good again. Like they found Dan Campbell has found a way to unlock Jared Goff. It's really wild to me. It, it's it, I'm almost disappointed the Lions are not in the playoffs. Totally. I, I I hate to say it because people love Geno and people love the Seahawks. I wish the Lions were in over the Seahawks. I was rooting for the Rams yesterday. I ha-
1: yeah. yeah, like you say, I I hate to say it. Geno was a great story. I wish him nothing but the best in Seattle, but as a as a neutral fan, I wanted to see Lions, Packers yeah. with a playoff spot on the line. It was still pretty sweet to see Lions, the Lions win. The but. Lions
0: are aesthetically pleasing. They're they're aesthetically pleasing to watch. I would have liked to see them get into the postseason.
1: I would say they are the lovable loser of the NFL.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think of the teams that didn't make the playoffs. I think just for
1: years, I yeah. think the Lions have been the, the lovable loser of the NFL because they've been so harmless.
0: Yeah. You know who's the unlovable loser who didn't make the playoffs this year? The Patriots. Eat it. And eat it, Pats <laughs> fans. Who is the most surprising team of the year in the NFL? Who's the most disappointing team of the year in the NFL? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We will talk Dolphins into the playoffs after whatever that was yesterday at Hard Rock Stadium. And I'm still trying to determine whether or not I'm excited or I'm just bracing for the inevitable ass-kicking that's going to happen Sunday in Buffalo. Let's go to Scott in Jupiter. What's up, Scott?
2: Hey, Ken. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, brother. My dog crap award has to go to Kyler uh, Murray and the Cardinals. That was disgraceful. That is a good one.
0: A a write-in vote for Scott, the Cardinals, and that and, um, that is also cost as of the last half an hour, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, Cliff Kingsbury, his job.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And no... After what that kid did in the off season and the immaturity that he showed, he, he's gonna destroy that franchise, but that's another thing. He's story. on his way. And then my surprise would have to go to the Jags. That's pretty impressive. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and think about it and appreciate the call, Scott. I mean, you think about it and I mean is is Urban Meyer, is Urban Meyer the worst <laughs> the worst head coach in the history of the NFL? You can at least make the the argument, right? He didn't even last a full season. Nathaniel Hackett gave him a run this year, but Nathaniel Hackett also wasn't kicking his players, or kicking the kicker, or not traveling with the team on a bye week, and finding a young blonde to give him some service at the bar at his restaurant. Like I, I, Urban Meyer might go down as the single worst head coach. In NFL history. Like, name anybody, Christian. Name anybody worse than Urban Meyer, both on and off the field. And and a reminder, the Dolphins lost to Urban Meyer last year. Sweet God.
2: And you kind of hit on it with Nathaniel Hackett. I think you kind of have two two scenarios here where you look at Nathaniel Hackett, you go, well, he means well. He just does not know how to be a head coach. He's
0: just lovably dopey.
2: He just doesn't know how to call timeouts, how to get a play in on time. Remember the entire... Uh, first week of the season in that Monday night football game, every single play clock went down yeah. to three, two. Are they going to snap it or not? And you didn't know. And mm. things like that, you should know <laughs> before you become an NFL head coach. Yeah. With Urban Meyer, it's more of like a this guy is not self aware. Yeah, right. he's a bad he's dude. He's a bad dude. He has that ego that just dominates him and he thinks that he can go into an NFL locker room and talk to these
0: guys as if they're all 17, 18 year old kids. And that's just not how it works. Yeah, you know, it, that's funny. Nathaniel Hackett is, like, that one unfortunate friend that you have. He's a good guy. He's a good dude, right? But... But just pratfalls befall him at all times. Like, he he accidentally rear-ends a car because he dropped his wallet on the floor <laughs> and was reaching for it, right? Or he he goes out and he's got a, a a big fancy function to go to, but he accidentally steps into a puddle and ruins his suit. Like, he's that guy. He's, he, he's at your house and everybody's having a good time and he's joking around and he's like, oh man, I've got a good group of friends, but he doesn't know that the sliding glass door has been closed and he Walks right into it like he's that guy. Nathaniel Hackett is that friend that everybody has. He, he meets his buddy
1: and he calls his like new girlfriend like his ex wife's name right. or something like that. Right, it's right, just right. like
0: oh it's no. no, I did it again. <laughs> I'm so. And you're like, oh, Nathaniel, it's okay. Yeah, it's all right, buddy. You're trying your best. Hang in there, man. But Urban Meyer, meanwhile, like, he's trying to set your house on fire. Like, he's sleeping with your girlfriend. Like, Urban Meyer's just a bad dude. Uh, Who is the most surprising team of the year in the NFL? Who's the most disappointing team of the year in the NFL? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We'll keep getting to your calls. But first, let's recap our nominees. The Kennys here on ESPN 106.3. The nominees for the 1999 St. Louis Rams Surprise Team of the Year Award. They are the Jets, the Giants, the Jaguars, the Seahawks, and the Lions. And the dog crap of the year disappointing team in the NFL. The Broncos, the Raiders, the Rams, and the Packers. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Tweeted us at KLV 1063. More of your calls and more awards to come as well. We are jam packed on the Monday after the regular season. And in case you're scoring at home, Cliff Kingsbury of the Cardinals. Fired. Lovey Smith of the Texans. Fired. Nathaniel Hackett of the Broncos. Fired. Matt Rule, Panthers. Fired. Am I missing anybody? I think I got them all. Fired! The way this is going, I might be fired. That's Cyrus Wittig. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVicka Alive on ESPN 106.3. Ah, the Kennys bring out all the stars, like Jay-Z, who is currently cutting off our orchestra Trying to play the award music, Silent Assassin. You're the conductor. You want to, uh, you want to, to to bring your orchestra back in over Jay Z. They've been waiting all year yeah, for yeah. this. Yeah, and then this, J- you know. Jay comes in because we we paid him uh, five hundred thousand dollars and gave him a bunch of gift cards. He thinks that he he can just take over the proceedings. No, T- take a seat. Take a- uh, take a seat, Jay. Okay, take a seat. Thank you. Thank you, Bartholomew. <laughs> Bartholomew, the Kennys. Here on ESPN 106.3, first annual, and the way it's going, maybe only, the Kennys. This shows annual NFL awards here on Ken Levick Alive. We've been discussing who the 1999 St. Louis Rams surprise team of the year is, and the dog crap of the year disappointing team in the NFL is. Who do you think? Who's your most surprising team? Who's your most disappointing team? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And I forgot a fired coach. We're at five, if you want to go back to the beginning of the season to now. Our most recent firings, Lovey Smith and the Texans. Cliff Kingsbury of the Cardinals. But of course, there was Matt Rule of the Panthers. Of course, Nathaniel Hackett of the Broncos. But Cyrus Wittig properly pointed out Frank Reich of the Indianapolis Colts. By the way, how close are we to Jeff Saturday, Indianapolis Colts? And does it count if an interim coach gets fired? I don't think so. I don't think because it's I don't
1: think he he's just not being retained. Yeah. Because that would be so you'd have to add so many coaches to the list. Of... Be
0: very mean, too. Yeah, thanks for coming in and being part of this publicity stunt. And now we're gonna shame you by dropping a fire!
1: On you.
0: Yeah. You're right. You're not you're just not retaining. Yeah, now. you're not retaining. Yeah, good call. Sorry, Jeff. Who's your most surprising team and your most disappointing team in the NFL? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 760 3776 888-760-3776. Let me tell you about EDS air conditioning. EDS is yes. Train comfort specialists, it's hard to stop a train. EDS air conditioning, they handle all of your A.C. and plumbing needs. They've been doing it since 2006. They are family-owned and operated. The last thing you want to do when you're bringing in the new year is to have A.C. problems. Don't be fooled by the pleasant weather. It is fleeting. It doesn't last. It is more than likely a couple of days from now going to be hot. And humid and gross again. And if your AC doesn't work, that's going to be miserable. And then your family is going to be extremely mad at you. And then that's going to turn into a very very bad 2023 because those ill feelings are going to linger. And then you never know. Maybe your parents, uh, your your kids don't want to speak with you ever again. Your spouse is starting to question your relationship. You don't want any of these things, okay? And you can be avoided. These can be avoided with EDS air conditioning. EDS is yes. EDS air conditioning. It's hard to stop a train. EDS. EDSairconditioning.com. Schedule an appointment around you That's EDS Air Conditioning and EDSairconditioning.com. Damon and Del Rey, what's going on, Damon?
2: Hey, what's up, my man? Hey, about uh, one more thing about Urban Meyer that you forgot when you were piling on. <laughs> yes, he won three national championships. Yes, he went 12 and0 at Utah. But that he set the record also for the most amount of felonies
3: yeah. committed by players. when the yeah. head
0: coach, Urban, man, of, mean, man um, of character, a man who knows how to identify yeah. character. Yeah,
2: that's why he wants Tebow around so much because the rest <laughs> of his players were like half the team was convicted of <laughs> felonies, man.
0: <laughs> oh man, that is a great call. That is a very very good call. Who's your most surprising team, Damon?
2: Uh, I'm going to say the Rams, man. I mean. You know the Super Bowl chance to not even making the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I know they Stafford went down, but geez, you know yeah, that- what happened to that defense? What you know? I'd say the Rams and my Dolphins going five and zero. That was a big surprise, but you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, there so so and we'll get to the dolphins and appreciate the call, Damon. We're gonna go ahead and file um, we're gonna file the Rams in the dog crap of the year disappointing team uh, category here on the Kenny's on ESPN one oh six three. All right, so it seems like it seems like and let's go ahead and, and and bring our orchestra back in here, that we are ready to give the awards for surprise team of the year and disappointing team of the year. First annual Kenny's here on ESPN 106.3 with the regular season over. The winner of the 1999 St. Louis Rams surprise team of the year award is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Doug Peterson at Trevor Lawrence and company. They will take home the surprise team of the year. And The nominees for the Dog Crap of the Year Disappointing Team in the NFL, the Broncos, Raiders, Rams, and Packers. The winner is the Green Bay Packers. Congratulations to Aaron Rodgers for finally winning something (laughs) for his on-field endeavors. The Dog Crap of the Year Disappointing Team in the NFL, the Green Bay Packers. We have several more awards to give away and... A Dolphins playoff appearance to discuss. And I'm trying to decide if it feels good or it feels bad. Because you make it the case for either. The Dolphins are in the playoffs. Is it yay or eh? (laughs) He's Cyrus Wittig. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.